Hey guys, the two idiots are back. <laughs> it's, it's the Creighton Bible Talking Tech Show and the Doug Couch Show Yeah, in a collab. Maybe things won't go wrong this time. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. They, they went pretty wrong. <laughs> they went wrong the last time. <laughs> Not as bad as the Samsung Go mic review. That was interesting. I still think that of that just... as being a very interesting recording. So, um, yeah. well, in this one, um, we have something a bit We're different. We're going to be doing a book review. Yes, we have a book review. And uh, I'll kind of let Doug tell you a little bit about what the book is, who it's by, where you can get it. And, so, uh, this book is the Do-It-Yourself Podcasting Guide. By Todd Cochran. If you have Bard, you can get it from Bard. If you don't have Bard, you may be able to get it on Audible. And I'm sure you can pick it up and print at your local library. Or, uh, Well, I don't know because they come out several years ago. Um, so basically, if you're a new podcaster, um, it tells you the resources you need to start a podcast. It tells you what a podcast is. Um, it basically goes over things that you need for a podcast, um, and things of that nature. So I'll let Creighton take over. So, um, Doug got me onto the book and so I went and downloaded it and read all of it last night. I read most of it anyway. Um, there were parts that I skipped over because I knew exactly what they were. But there were parts that I wanted to see what his viewpoint was on that and what he really recommended, especially when it came to equipment and uh, yeah. things of that nature. That's what I was mainly interested in. Um, but w mm. one of the first things he goes over is what a podcast really has to deal with. And um, I can kind of explain it a little bit, kind of uh, not water it down, but uh, just paraphrase it. Um, just kind of how he put it, because he actually put it in a really good method. Um, so, yep. what, what, how podcasting got started was radio shows. Um, and back in the day, they would. In fact, you can still get radio shows through a podcast. Um, but years ago, uh, one of the big things was you could download a radio show, and it was through a podcast and um, from then on people really started to catch on and that's how uh, things like Anchor which is what we use and several other things uh, get started and so um, that's basically the first part the second part he it also goes tells you how to um, mm -hmm. subscribe to a podcast and get podcasts and which, yeah, it's a lot easier now than it used to be. Mm -hmm. So um, back then they had what was called podcatchers. Um, although back then you also saw a term called podcast aggregators, and um, but uh, podcatcher is still a very common term. Not as common as what it used to be, though. A lot of people used to use that term. I can remember growing up as a kid and hearing. Oh, did you have this podcatcher? This what? And then, you know, they would tell me, oh, it's a podcast <laughs> catcher. It catches podcasts. Oh, okay. But um, 
he goes over what a podcatcher is. He goes over, I can't remember the exact term that he uses, but he goes over um, what I like to call portable listening. So back then it was very common to have like an iPod. Walk away content. Yeah, walk away content. That's what it was. And and he, he goes over how to put um, a podcast onto your portable uh, MP3 player or um, you know recording device. Um, one of the big things back Which then nowadays, was... Which uh, have phones for that now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might notice when you get the book um, that some of the stuff is out of date. Like for an example, he showed uh, the original Apple iPod and uh, well, that's out of date now. Um, although they still make the iPod Touch, but the iPod unit itself is out of date. Um, so, I mean, he went over that. Um, he went over different podcatchers for Windows, for Mac, and for Linux. Um, and uh, there's also ones that um, you can still use under command line, and I believe he went over that too. I just kind of skipped over it because not a lot of people do that um, unless they have a operating system of some sort that allows them to do command line stuff like that. Mostly that's a Linux distribution. But, you know, one of the big things that I really appreciated for being written uh, 16 years ago, or, yeah, 16 years ago, was the same aspect for podcasting uh, still applies. Make it your podcast. Um, it doesn't matter about yep. what equipment you use. Uh, Doug and me right now actually are using two Logitech H540s. And um, since I'm on the Mac, I, I have Which a, we have other equipment. Yes, we have other microphones and things that we can use. Um, it's like right now I'm actually sitting right here on... Uh, I'm using an application called Loopback. And what Loopback's job is, is to um, capture audio from your uh, microphone. You can set it up to capture from the microphone and from um, Team Talk or whatever app you want it to capture from. But, I mean, this isn't no so expensive equipment. Yeah. So, you know, these are just hmm. headsets that we happen to buy. And that's just what we're using because that's just what we're using. So... He also covered how to make a semi-professional studio. And um, he was talking about mixers and firewire um, interfaces, which I don't think those exist anymore. Firewire, not so much. Um, interfaces do. Mixers exist. Yes. Mixers are still really, really popular. What happened, bro? So... Um, Tell him uh, what he said about acoustics. Um, you know how a lot of people oh. tend to put this acoustic foam up. Well, he made see, a very good point. Now, see, that's that is something you don't need to do. It's your home, man. You're gonna have stuff happen. You're gonna have, you know, noise. You're gonna have, you know, background noise. Like right now, you guys probably can't hear it, but I have my washing machine going right now. No, I try not to podcast under loud, loud environments. But, I mean, 
you're you're in your home. It's you don't want to turn your home into this soundproof thing. I mean, if you got the money for it, sure, and you want to do it, fine. But I wouldn't, cause it's your house. I think, guys, this author made a very good point. In fact, I saw that again last night. Um, that you know, he he mentioned several times that. You know, you don't have to really go out and soundproof your room that you're in. Because in the end, no matter how much you soundproof it, you are still going to get some sort of a background noise. And um, when I started podcasting years ago, um, about 2012, so that was probably around, uh, that's been nearly almost uh, nine years ago now. Um, I made it a point that I was not going to go out and soundproof my environment that I was podcasting in. And uh, I still... thought about it, though. Oh, yeah, I thought about it. But um, I I still believe that uh, soundproofing does not do you any good. Um, And it won't. Now, and he also made it a point to say, you can either edit or don't edit your podcast. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. Everybody who says you have to edit your podcast, no, you don't. They're technically lying. You know, they make good audio editors out there for Mac, Windows, Linux, um, iOS, Android, you know, different operating systems like that nowadays. But the same rule of thumb applies, guys. You don't need to go off if you um, and edit your are a professional podcaster, podcast, then you might want to edit your podcast. If you're a professional podcaster and you you do it for a living, then yeah, you might want to edit your podcast. But if you do it for fun, I mean, like me, for example, I was drinking on my podcast the other day and I burped up a storm. Am I going to edit that? No. One, because I don't feel like doing it. And plus, it's me. It's just who I am. And the important thing is, when you have a podcast... <laughs> The people want to connect to you with your podcast. I mean, you know, it's it's that's how I feel anyway. And I think the author even covered that. Your podcast is a connection to your listeners. They want to connect with you. And, you know, there. I mean, you can edit a little bit here and there, but don't over-edit or just don't edit, in my opinion. I agree. Um, you know, now, if I would say... If you want to edit um, and you're trying to make yourself look professional, then go ahead. But overall, you really don't need to edit, guys. Because editing is okay, but not everybody has the time nor the skill. Now, I, I have, you know, some time and I've got skill to edit. But I don't have that time all the time when I'm putting out a podcast. And um, this guy, he he really, compared to a lot of people that I see, you know, on YouTube, and even some that I used to subscribe to on Anchor, not anymore, um, but when I first got Anchor, even some of those people that I would subscribe to would edit the heck out of their podcasts. I'm like, why? Um, like how? What would they do? Oh, they would, you know, cut out breathing. They would cut out silence and, you know, just yeah. 
things of that nature. And you know, now, that I'd is ha- one thing he did say. You don't want dead air in your podcast. No, and you don't. Um, and essentially, what he means by that is don't put so much silence in there to where it's it's going to bore your listeners. Always have something to talk yeah. about. Um, and I also noticed that he mentioned, you know, what what we call podcasting on the fly, which is basically podcasting from your mind um, without a transcript. You're just talking about what's on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, podcasting yep. um, from a manuscript uh, or not a manuscript from mm-hmm. a script. And that essentially yeah. is where you make your notes and you follow those notes one on one. And he talks about that in the beginning of the book. Yep. And uh, he also talked about, too, I found it actually really interesting. And I'd be interested to get a print copy of the book and kind of describe what it looks like. But if uh, it's anything like I remember, uh, he talked about his first microphone that he used. It was just a standard little microphone uh, that had its own little base, plastic base. The microphone was stuck down oh, the into $7 the base. Mic? Yeah. Uh, the seven ninety nine mic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, it had an eighth inch jack that connected or jack, uh, eighth inch plug that plugged into an eighth inch jack on your sound card. I've seen and, one of those. Uh, he, he talked about that and, you know, literally that's everybody's first mic. My first mic was a built-in mic. <laughs> That was my very first mic, and then after that, I got into um, headsets, and then after that, I got like into this? a mixer, and yeah, kind of like this one, except back then, I, I got a C-Media USB headset, which C-Media is actually still a company, um, but yeah, I, I got a... I, got a... I didn't start out podcasting. I started out doing music, and what I did was... I used my laptop, my laptop mic to record my music. Did it sound the best? No. It worked. Then once I got this mic, yeah, once I got this mic, I switched and started recording on this mic, and that sounded a bit better, but mm, not much. But um, then finally I got my ATR uh, 2100, and that's what I uh, used to record my music on for the longest time before I stopped doing music and then started podcasting. Then um, I used my ATR for a couple of podcasts, and when I first started podcasting, I used my iPhone mic with Anchor. Um, My podcast has been around for about mm, three years now because I started it in 2018, so 19, 20, 20, yeah, three years. So, But yeah, then I upgraded to the Samsung Go and then the Samsung Satellite. And basically, the Go, if I had to rate the Go, the Go, mm, if you want a podcast and you want to, you don't have much money, then the Go is the way to go. But if you got, like, maybe two or three hundred dollars, invest in you a satellite, man. The satellite is really good. It's, well, you, you see, if you haven't, you'll see the reviews because they're, they're there. So, um, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're you're not. But yeah. So uh-huh. And then he talked about RSS feeds which which yes. aren't really a thing now, I don't think. No, not so they? much. Um 
all RSS feed means is real simple syndication and the whole point of an RSS feed is to make it a simple way for you to grab um, articles or podcasts from a website without having to go in um, and now Apple Podcasts and Anchor and all that they do that for you basically yeah, RSS feeds really aren't a thing anymore. I mean, if you want your RSS feed link, like on Anchor, there's a way to get it. Um, there's a way to copy that yep. link. But, as a Go general rule... distribution. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's, it's in the distribution section. Um, and there's a part yeah. that says RSS feed. Um, but, yep. I mean, as a general rule, though, guys, you're not going to really see a lot. With RSS feeds and from within browsers, anyway. The biggest two um, browsers that used to do it, or the biggest one actually, um, that used to do it back in the day was Internet Explorer. Um, Internet Explorer back in the day was huge. And then uh, I don't think Firefox, I, I don't ever remember it doing RSS feeds. It might have had an add on for that, but I don't specifically remember mm -hmm. because by the time I got to Firefox, <clears throat> Um, was when they started uh, changing their interface around. So, like, the dialog was... Your options dialog started getting into a... bit of a mess compared to what it is... you know, compared to what it was, but... And now I think everybody just uses Chrome. Yeah, and Chrome does not support RSS feeds. So... Um, Nope. But I mean, I mean, look, just kind of to wrap the review up. I understand that the review is quite old. I understand that, but I also understand the fact that um, the information is valid. Um, For some of it, or mo well, actually, most uh, of most it. of it is very valid still. Now, I know with the mixers... Because with mixers... Um, he, he makes a lot of good points on different ones. Up and everything. Behringer. Yeah. He, he mentions Behringer. I saw that. He mentions Mackie. And I think he might have mentioned another brand. I don't really remember. Um, hmm. Oops. Once again, the book is called Do-It-Yourself Podcasting Guide. It's by Todd... Cochran. Todd Cochran. He hosts the Geek Central. Yeah, Todd Cochran. He uh, hosts the Geek Central News podcast. Mm -hmm. So um, you can find him there if it's still around. I don't know if it is or not. The Geek Central, I believe it is, um, from what I remember. Um, I can look here real quick. Let me look here. Yeah. Check and see. Check and see if it's still around. See. I want to be. Yep, here it is. Information. Here it is. Oh, wow. Yep, here it is. Nice. And the reason we use Anchor... Oh, yeah, that's another thing that he talked about. Um, bandwidth and um, hosting platforms and stuff like that. Now, there still are uh, podcasting platforms that um, charge for storage and stuff. But the one we use, Anchor, it does not charge a penny nope. at all. It it, don't. Everything is free. Storage, everything is free. Unlimited episodes. Everything is free. You can, you could probably have like 
two or three hundred thousand episodes up there, and they still wouldn't charge you. So. And um. Yeah. So. so I mean, it. You know, I. I in fact, if. Some of you are familiar with Blind Cool Tech. Um, that got started years and years ago, um, 2005, just when podcasting was starting to really become a huge thing. And so I, you know, I can, I've got the whole archive right here. And I tell you what, you know, I look back then compared to what we have now. Um, um, so, I mean, it's just a wonderful book. I, I recommend it. Yeah, me too. The biggest things you're probably going to want to look at, though, is the equipment and the mixer section, because, I mean, read the whole thing, but, I don't know, some of the stuff is kind of out of date. I mean, it's still a nice book, though. Yeah. I would say so. But uh, anyway, guys, that is going to be it uh, for this one. And Thanks for we listening, guys. are going to go ahead and get off of here for this book review. 20-minute book review. <laughs>